0: book entitled Gomorrah by Roberto Saviano, written in 2006, and is a continuation of this week's theme on gangs, mafia, and gangsters. gangsters. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this book is an expose on the organized crime network, which is called the Camorra, And this book is a brutal indictment on Italy's ruling class, businesses and officials who were out to protect their own interests while sacrificing the common good, leaving the south of Italy and its people crippled by organized crime. So the Camorra are an Italian crime syndicate that arose from the Campiana region in the south of Italy. And they're one of the oldest known criminal organizations in Italy, dating back to the 17th century. So its origins are not entirely clear. But what I've been able to gather is that it first emerged out of a power vacuum between 1799 and 1815, Hmm. when the territory in Naples, in this Campiana region, declared itself a republic and exiled their king and subsequently received support from the recently liberated France after the French Revolution. So thanks to the Camorra, this crime syndicate, Campiana has one of the highest murder rates in Europe, mm-hmm. one of the highest, rates of, highest ratios of drug dealers to inhabitants, <laughs> soaring levels of unemployment, and very high rates of drug addiction. But at its strongest, it grew into a parallel world between the state and itself. And it became an alternative to the Italian government. And mm-hmm. they like to be called the system rather yeah. than the Camorra In fact, they say Camorra is an non-existent
1: word. It's what's used by judges and narcotics mm-hmm. officials when trying yeah. to define who, who they, they are. are. They call yeah.
0: themselves the, the system, system because they are the system. The Camorra offers the people work they lend them money, Mm -hmm. they protect them from the government, and they even suppress street crime. But the problem is that often the Camorra tears itself apart and then comes together again. And in those moments of instability, the people have to hide away while they wait for that to happen. And so I think when we talk about that, we have to understand the origins of mafia, right? Mm. So the mafia as we know it, we know it coming from Sicilian mafia, and that is where the term mafia originated from. So the Camorra is not an organized Um, organization. And they cannot be disciplined and they cannot be identified. They operate with a flat structure, so they are horizontal. And the problem with this is that you end up having a lot of people competing with each other. So they form, they split, they descend, they reascend, and they have vicious feuds. Mm -hmm. And in this time, you have a lot of violence. So they say that the average age for a person in the Kimura gang is 40 years old. Average age. It's actually and your average, lifespan. It's your lifespan. How long you live? Sorry, yeah. How long yeah. You average, yeah, average lifespan. Yeah. And you contrast this with the Sicilian Mafia, which has a single rule book and a single structure. They have an honor code amongst them. So they have a pyramid where you have the soldiers at the bottom and it apexes to the bosses <laughs> at the top. And every group is known as a family. So each family has their own territory. Mm. So you have this issue in Naples where they are governed by something that we call realpolitik, and this is a system of politics or principles based on practical rules mm-hmm. rather than on moral or ideological considerations. I have to mm-hmm. I
1: have to cut in there and mm-hmm. bring in something that we always say here at this table and yes. generally at
0: the Fifth Estate.
1: And that's hustlers versus dynasties. Because mm-hmm. I get a sense in which the, Sicil- the Sicilian mafia is very dynastic. Yes. It has yes. barriers to entry, a mm-hmm. hierarchy, mm-hmm. a mode in which finances are spread down, the foot soldiers yes. and an apex leadership that is controlled. and. Familiar, if mm-hmm. I could call it that. But on this other hand, you have the Kampiana Kamora um, wow. gangs, which are amorphous, which you mm-hmm. want to get a seat at the table, then you walk your way out in the street, meet as much violence, yes. get as much business interest, yeah. then you get your seat at the table, mm-hmm. which feels very hustler like to me. Which
2: perhaps explains why they are one of the most successful mafia entities <laughs> in, in the world. world. They because, they, are, yeah. because they've
0: been able to spread because themselves.
2: They've really been able to scale up and um, spread themselves across the world, I think they've got over a dozen uh, different countries in which they operate. You
0: were calling it franchising of a sort, weren't Absolutely.
2: <laughs> it's a sort of franchising, right? And because they're not so stuck up about this hierarchy uh, and, you know, these uh, different rigid forms that they must subscribe to, they've been able to uh, like spread out, spread out, spread out uh, their te- tentacles All across over the, the world.
1: Across the world, true.
2: And today they're very successful. They control
1: uh, a lot of industries like construction, high fashion, illicit drugs, and toxic waste disposal.
2: For mm. me, the thing that's stuck really is not the violence. It's
1: not thing, the thing that stuck with me is not violence. What stuck with me is that they control Naples. Now, there's something all of us need to know about Naples. Do you use anything from China? Mm -hmm. If your answer to this is yes, Yes. as it is around the world, then you have interacted with the Camorra gangs. Precisely, Because Mm -hmm. the port of Naples Mm -hmm. is the one singular port in which all goods from
0: China mm-hmm. must, must transit. Must yeah, they through. said seventy percent of everything made in China passes through the port mm-hmm. of Naples. Exactly. And right. now seventy exactly. percent is what is the registered goods, the things yes. that are
1: declared, yes. the things yes. that we know, the things that taxes paid for. Yes. Yeah. Now contraband also passes through Naples, yeah. Yeah. and all of yeah. these things is not recorded. And we, we have fact, a
2: lot of contraband in Kenya. So. A lot
1: of it. A lot of Lishou, it. Be so. all so sure. Be mm-hmm. sure you have passed through <laughs> the Hamura gang. You are financing <laughs> a crime network that is why wide possible and
2: You they they are ruthlessly efficient, um, and that's largely because of their violence. And Mm. maybe some maybe you guys might think that violence is necessary, but I must really (laughs) speak against the violence, right? Covenants without
1: swords are but mere words. uh (laughs) I have to say that,
2: uh, but but, but let me tell you, I mean, the violence in this book is shocking, right? It's actually really also upsetting, yeah.
0: The way in which they deal with people,
2: yeah, 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 absolutely. And in my view, they're barely any redeeming qualities in this book <laughs> right so so i'm going to talk a little bit just a little bit about something that somebody tried to do to introduce a new world order okay. uh, for, for 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 this, uh, this you know, for this region mm-hmm. his name was father Giuseppe Diana mm-hmm. of Naples. And in fact, the title of the book is inspired by his work. Mm. Uh, Giuseppe, in uh, the 1980s, wrote um, a publication in which he said the time has come to stop being a Gomorrah. Mm. And that's the reason why he was ki- killed eventually in 1994. Yeah. But in the 1980s, um, you know, being somebody who had lived amongst them and somebody who had witnessed the scale of violence and the corruption of, of society in Naples as a result of this uh, uh, mafia. Mm. He decided to set up. Uh, he, he set up a welcome center for African immigrants to stop them from being recruited by the Gomorrah. Mm. And so, what he was trying to do is to set up, you know, this clean, a new system, a new system in which uh, young people could thrive, mm-hmm. in which they could make an honest living. living.
0: Yeah, so they and don't get pulled into
2: precisely, yeah. precisely, right? And and that's, I think. What we need, so maybe we need to send some missionaries uh, to Italy. To Italy, I will say this. But but missionaries who are of some earthly good. The problem with Christians sometimes is that we are so heavenly bound. We're no, of no earthly, earthly good. good. No, so we goodness. need to send we need to send some missionaries with practical solutions on how for Italians, for Italians, uh, on how and to you're solve their them problems. are this silly really
0: Catholic place where they think that they <laughs> actually believe <laughs> in God. But as much as you say that the book has no redeeming qualities, I think it tells us something very interesting about how the bandit economy works, how illicit and illicit markets work. Mm. Because in the book, the author says that in Naples, the native language is power, yes. and the rule of law is foreign. And he says that in Camorra. Mm. The state and Camorra feed off each other. And he says, and I'll quote, the system's economic group, the system being the Mm Camorra, the Camorra's economic group is not born out of direct criminal activity, Mm -hmm. but of the ability to balance illicit, and licit capital. Mm. And he says that since these clans form Campania's primary economic force, for local politicians refusing a relationship with the Camorra would be like the deputy mayor of Turin refusing to meet with the top management of Fiat. Which would be like um, our sonko refusing
1: to meet with yeah. Matatu Owners Association, yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> otherwise known as some group. Mm-hmm. So politicians not, not, are beholden. <laughs> they
0: are beholden to this <laughs> gang. The they the scan, have no choice but to integrate and to operate with them mm. so is one feeding into the other is the other feeding into we, I we have to I have to
1: agree that the th- one thing that has to stick out about these guys yes they are premised on violence and yes that is one arm of what they do mm-hmm. the other arm is a very strong economic one yeah. yes. and that's bandit economy that's I feel and that's the thing that I told you stop with me mm-hmm. spreads out to each and every one of us in the whole world yeah we interact with their links with China we mm-hmm. interact with all of the things that they do we, we interact so. with their construction without knowing it mm-hmm. we interact with their illicit drugs because what they do is that they use that network that they have where they sell actual goods mm. because they give a story like he gives a story. This guy who wrote the book is was a journalist and was very young, about 24 when he wrote the book. Mm. And after he wrote the book, he yeah. got police protection because he yeah, got he has yeah, yeah. permanent police, police protection. protection. exposing their secrets. Yes, mm-hmm. because what he did is that he mm. did an, ex, it's a part autobiography, part expose. Yeah. Mm. So he joined, he, through the book, he works through three institutions. One, he's a, in a Chinese textile manufacturing company. So mm-hmm. he sees how the Kamora interact with the China Yeah. From the inside perspective. The other was a construction site and the other he worked as a waiter in a kamara wedding. Mm. So he wanted to see how the institution works. And yeah. he gives an example of how designers, for instance, get mm. their goods made. Mm. So he says that what they do is that they hold silent auctions or private auctions. So you come, if you are a manufacturer, and what they do is that they give you the goods. All yeah. of them give everyone the fabric. And they mm. tell them, we want 8,000 pieces. Yeah. Then an auction is had where the person who has the highest quality, the mm-hmm. lowest time at the lowest price gets the contract. Mm. If you get that contract, everyone is working on these things. So only one person gets paid, whoever finishes on time. But you have a bunch of people left behind with who were not paid. Same, mm. But who have the same goods, yeah. goods. Yeah. at the same standard and have a ready market. Mm. So sometimes these goods feed out back into Europe using the Camorra Network. And yeah. that's what they do control everyone mm. they take th- take them and sell them as knockoffs mm. and the designer companies were okay with this yeah. until the government cracked down on the comora mm. they would never raise a question about it
0: yeah mm. so i think yeah. i link. think what this story tells us is how if we compare it with pablo escobar and even with what we did yesterday yeah. you're seeing how there are these people who are finding a vacuum in the state a, a position where the state is not occupying space. And they're yes. saying, we will take it up for you. And they become a, of benefit to the Beautiful. people. Community. Okay. So I think it's quite interesting. And unlike the other two mafia groups that we looked at, the Camorra is still alive and well. And they, well. they are oh. yet to have their tipping point where we find their demise happening. But after over 100 years, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Exactly. I know, right?